This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titzei Torah. On Mondays, we are having Rav Benjamin Tavori, who is giving a series this year on Mo'adei Hashanah, Shiurim, about the different holidays and festivals. Last week we discussed the first shiur of a sidra of shiurim about Yom Tov. We w- discussed the halacha that, of course, melacha is asur and yantif, but ochel nefesh is permitted. Although ochel nefesh was permitted in Parshas Bo in connection with Pesach, we derived, in the name of the Yireim, that all the Yamim Tovim can be learned from Pesach, and we learned this Hichidosh that there is a certain comparison of the Kedushas Yom Tov of all the Regalim, and the Halachas that apply to one Regal could apply to another Regal as well. Today, we will begin by using the same type of analysis in connection with another Halacha completely. There's a mitzvah called Simchas Yantif. The Torah says in a number of places, V'samachta b'chagecha, usmachtem l'fni Hashem l'okechem, etc. Now, Actually, the Torah says three times in connection with Sukkot the concept of Simcha. The Pasuk that I said before in Re'eh, and in the Pasuk by Lulav, where it says, The Torah also says in Parshas HaMoados, the Torah points out that on Shavuos there's also a time of Simcha but it does not mention this in connection with Pesach. Nowhere in the Torah is there a Pesach that mentions Simcha in connection with Chag Pesach. The Midrashay HaLacha and Agada both related to this issue and explained a number of reasons why Simcha was not mentioned in connection with Chag Pesach. Before we do that, let's explain that Pesach as opposed to Shavuos and Sukkot, has no specific concept of an agricultural holiday to celebrate the bounty that we received. On Pesach, the agricultural aspect is that it's called Chodesh Aviv, and the Tvuan Nidonet Pesach. There seems to be a judgment regarding the produce that particular time. So the Simcha, in one vein, is a simcha that's felt by the average farmer on Shavuos and Sukkot, and you don't feel the same way on Pesach. The Medrash quotes that and says, Be'ichag be'Pesach nidonim ala and but the the judgment of the tvu applies. But then they give another reason on Pesach. The Mitzrim died, and therefore it seems that the Torah did not want to write the word Simcha in connection with Pesach. Now we, of course, know the famous concept that's, although not in our Gemara, but it is found in Midrashim, many people have explained why is it that we don't say Halal Shalem the entire Chag of Pesach. The first day of Pesach we say Halal Shalem, but the rest of Pesach we only say Chatzih Halel. And people have explained that you don't say Chatzihal, you only say Chatzihal on Pesach because of that phrase, Masa Yadai Tovim Bayam, Atem Omim Shira Lefanai. How could it be that when my creation, 
creatures, people that I created, are drowning in the ocean, bayam, in the river. How could it be that you say shira? We also have a custom that, of course, is well known, that when we say the makos, at the say there, we recite the ten plagues, so we have a custom of spilling a little bit of, little bit of wine to show that our simcha is not complete. So the Medrash says this is another reason that simcha is not mentioned in connection with Pesach. Now, if we would take this at face value, one would say that on Sukkot there should be a special super-duper type of simcha. The Torah, after all, mentions two or three times by Sukkot the concept of simcha. And there's also some sort of simcha by Shavuos. And by Pesach, there's no din of simcha at all. Of course, it is true that Sukkot is singled out as a day of simcha yaseira, of not just simcha, but unusual simcha, which is reflected, of course, in the simchas besa the parties that they used to have of the simchas besa where Gedolei Yisrael used to come to sing and dance with music. And that Zman Simcha Seinu of Sukkis is special, unique to Sukkis as opposed to the other regalim. Nevertheless, the concept of Simcha applies to Shavuos, and we'll see in Halacha that it applies to Pesach as well. There are a number of sources that are quoted to show that indeed the Halacha is there is Simcha. The Torah didn't emphasize the concept of Simcha for, for Pesach as we mentioned because of various reasons, but nevertheless, the halacha of simcha does apply. Now, Tosfus, quote, quoted by Rav Zevin, in Moadim Ba'alacha, I'm going to use Rav Zevin's Moadim Ba'alacha because he quoted a number of sources to show that Pesach is indeed a time of simcha. He quotes as Tosfus in Chagiga, Tavchesamod Aleph, that Tosfus says, Simchas HaPesach is learned from Shavuos. Now, the another opinion that's quoted by the Yireim is that Simchas Pesach is learned from Sukkis because of the concept called Tesvav Tesvav. Last week, when we I mentioned in the Shi'ur that there was a Havamina, that the laws of Pesach apply to Sukkah and the laws of Sukkah apply to Pesach, so I mentioned because of my concept that the, in the name of the Rav that the Kedusha of Yantif is basically one Kedusha. Kedusha Saragalim. Someone has contacted me to tell me that as far as Sukkot and Pesach go, we have to keep in mind there's another reason. The Hekesh Tezvav Tezvav. He's absolutely correct. That does not negate the concept that I suggested, but one could give an alternate exp- explanation. Namely, that Pesach and Sukkot have something in common. Of course, if that would be true, that we would learn Pesach from Sukkot, one might argue, and Sukkot is not only a din of Simcha, but it's a din of Simcha Yaseira. No one has ever suggested there's Simcha Yaseira on Pesach. As a matter of fact, we are a little hard-pressed to explain why there is Simcha at all. Another opinion that we learn Sukkot, not, we learn Pesach not from Sukkot, but we learn from Shavuos, the, the idea of, of Tosfus might also create a, a strange halachic discussion. The Shagas Aryeh, in his classic Sefer, Turi Evan on Chagiga, raised the issue, how do you know that there's really a din of Simcha the entire week of, of Pesach? If it's learned from Shavuos, all you could learn is that the din of, of Simcha one day. 
Shavuos is only a day of Simcha one day. Now, you could argue and discuss this issue because the reason there's only one day of Simcha by Shavuos is because the Chag is only one day, but a Chag that's seven days, the mitzvah of Simcha would be seven days. Nevertheless, one could argue that in a certain sense, Shavuos only, in a certain sense, Shavuos also continues past one day. That we already learned, you bring the, you can bring the carbon with in the week of Shavuos, the same way you can bring the carbon within the week of Sukkot and with the week of Pesach. No one has suggested that the fact that you could bring the carbon for the week of Shavuos means there's a din of Simcha the whole week. The din of Simcha only applies to the Chag. Might one argue that on Pesach is also true? If we keep in mind the idea that I said is publicly acknowledged, that we don't say Halal on Pesach because of Masa Yadai Tovim Bayam Batem Amrim and we would say that Simcha is somehow connected to the Halal and to the concept of not being overly happy because the at the time the Mitzvim were killed. So then really one might argue like the Torah Yevon, that how do you know that the Mitzvah of Pesach applies, the Mitzvah of, 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 of Simcha and Pesach applies the whole week. Nevertheless, these are two accepted opinions. One, we learn Simcha of Pesach from Sukkot, and the other, we learn Simcha of Pesach from Shavuos. The third opinion is really one of the main ideas that I wanted to get across to connect it with what we learned last week. The Yireim says, Since the Torah made one general comment that you're supposed to have three regalim, three days of, 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 of three types of, of holidays. So we learn from here the source that you have to bring a Chagiga. And if you bring a Chagiga, you bring a Simcha. The idea basically could be similar to what we learned last week. It is true that the Din of Simcha is mentioned by one. But once the Simcha of Yantif, which is part of the Kedusha Sayyamtav, entails Simcha, then it might apply automatically to all the Chagim. The Halacha, of course, is very clear that there is a Halacha of Pesach of Simchas Yantif. In the Sefer called Tanya Rabasi, also quoted by many, many people in connection with the mitzvah of Simchas Yantif, they point out that might be the reason that Sukkis has the mitzvah of Simcha mentioned more than once, to include Pesach as well. That would also fit in with the concept of Hekish Tezvav Tezvav, and it might be there twice or even three times in connection with Sukkot. The question then would be discussed, how do we go about fulfilling this mitzvah of Simcha? What do you have to do in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Simcha? I'd also like to ask how many mitzvahs there are. Last week, when we learned the mitzvah of the, or of Shabbason of Yom Tov, and the negative part of that mitzvah, the Easter Malacha of Yantif. So we learned that there are indeed, according to the Rambam, 12 separate mitzvahs. Six mitzvahs of Shabbason, the first day of Pesach, the last day of Pesach, the first day of Sukkot, the last day of Sukkot, the one day of Rosh Hashanah, the one day of Shavuos. There are six mitzvahs asay, and six mitzvahs lota asay. Lota malacha is a separate Easter, and they're all together, they're counted as 12 mitzvahs in the Sefer HaMitzvahs. How would we look at the mitzvah of Simcha? So here, the Rambam in the Sefer HaMitzvah, Mitzvah Saseh Nun Dalid, the Rambam says very clearly, it's one mitzvah. Unlike the Easter Malacha, which has a specific Easter on every day of Yom Tov, 
Unlike the mitzvah of Shabbosan, which is a unique mitzvah to every particular day of Yantif, there's one general halacha. The mitzvah of, of Simcha is one mitzvah. The same way that the Ramam counted Aliyah Laregel, mitzvah of, of, of Re'iyah, to come to the Beis HaMikdash, on Yantif has one mitzvah for all three regalim. He said the mitzvah of Simcha is one mitzvah, mitzvah Nundalit. But then the Ram goes on to explain how do you do this mitzvah. So the Ram says you bring a carbon shlamim besides the Shalmei Chagiga, you bring carbon for Shalmei Simcha. Special kabanos that you bring on Yom Tov in order to eat meat, not just meat, but meat of kachim in on Yom Tov, that's a separate mitzvah. The Ramam, however, goes on to say the kolil this mitzvah actually entails more than just bringing the carbon. Namely, the mitzvah is lechol basa b'yamim tovim lishtos yayin to eat meat, to drink wine, lubash begadim chadashim, to wear new clothes, lachalok peros minim esika lektanim lanashim to give presents to children, to women, v'lishchok b'klein nikun v'lirkad b'amikdash levad v'yisimchiz basa shreva there's a special mitzvah on Sukkis of Simchas Besash Reva to play musical instruments, to dance in the Mikdash. This all is under the general concept of Samachta B'chagyach. Now, we quoted the Rambam and Sefer HaMitzvahs. When we look for the mitzvah in Hilchos Mishnah Torah, in the book Mishnah Torah of the Rambam, and we look for the mitzvah of Simchas Yantif, where would you look for it? It seems to me that I would look for it in Hilchas in the in the introduction to each sefer of the Rambam, he writes the amount of mitzvahs, the number of mitzvahs, and isurim that will be discussed in this section. So I would look to see in Hilchas what's the mitzvah. And indeed, when you open up Hilchas you see the twelve mitzvahs that we talked about: six positive and six negative. But Simcha isn't mentioned there at all. So where is Simcha? The Rambam put the mitzvah of Simcha in the section in Sefer Akarbanos in the book about the different sacrifices that are brought on different occasions, the Rambam has the mitzvah of Lismach bar one mitzvah of Simcha bar So it's obvious that the Rambam thinks that the mitzvah, the basic mitzvah, the Ikar mitzvah of Simcha Siyantif is to bring the Shamei Simcha and to eat the Shamei Simcha. But... Is, there, is that all there is? In Sefer HaMitzvah, we saw, no, there's another part to this mitzvah. And this part, of course, will be found in the Rambam and Hilchas Yantif, although he doesn't count it as a separate mitzvah, but he points out in Hilchas Yantif, Paragvav Halacha Yezayim, Shiva Simea Pesach, Hushmona Simea Chak, Im Shayamim Tovim, Kulam Asun Bespit Vitanis. The seven days of Pesach, the eight days of Sukkot, together with other Yamim Tovim. When the Rambam is together with other Yamim Tovim, which Yamim Tovim does he mean? He certainly means Shavuos, but if that's all he means, he should have said Shavuos. Especially if you learn that the source of the halacha of Simchas Yantiv is from Shavuos, as we learned, according to one opinion. But the Rambam says Shayim Tavim, what else did he come to include? Rav Salavechik has a discussion, which we won't go into today, that it will come to include Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which is a topic by itself. I, very often, when I mention this Rambam, I say that Ram said seven days of Pesach, the eight days of 
of Sukkot, and the other Yom Tov means was referring to Yom Atzmaut as well. But one person could argue that that's not really the intention of the Rambam here. The Rambam says, V'chayev Adam Sameach A person who's supposed to be happy, good-hearted, good spirits, who uvana v'ishtov nevesa v'chla He and his wife, his family, and all those that are attached to him. But then the Rambam says, even though I claim that the Ikar Mitzvah is the Karban Shlamim, which I have explained in Hilchas Chagiga, nevertheless, the Mitzvah includes being happy the entire family. And he explains how. The children, you give them presents. The women, you buy them nice clothes, you buy them jewelry. And men, eat meat and drink wine. Many Achronim have, have discussed the issue whether this Mitzvah applies Bizman Hazer as well. The uh, mitzvah, of course, of bringing of Shamei Simcha could not apply. But the second part of this mitzvah seems to be, according to the Rambam, also a mitzvah sasei de'oraisa. So it would seem that it should apply bizman hazeh, even if we can't bring Shamei Chagiga. And indeed, the Shagas Aryeh has a whole simon to discuss whether the mitzvah applies bizman hazeh. And he says very clearly that the mitzvah does apply bizman hazeh, this part of the mitzvah, according to the Rambam. Another issue raised by the by the same Shagasai in the next simon is if women are involved in this obligation of Simchas Yantif. Now we know that there is a machlokis in the Gemara between Abai and Rav Zeira. Gemara in Kedushin, I think it's the Flamet Zayin. It's mentioned also in Rosh Hashanah. That there's a discussion between Abai and Rav Zeira whether women are obligated in Simchas Yantif. One person says it's an absolute mitzvah that applies to women even though it's a Zman Grama, but nevertheless women are obligated in the mitzvah, and the other interpretation is that no, women are not obligated. The obligation is upon the husband or the head of the family to see to it that everybody else is happy, but there's no happy, there's no mitzvah of simcha per se to a person, to a woman by herself. This discussion, of course, is a classic yeshiva type of discussion. Who do we paskin like? Etc. And I said this to Shagasaye for those people that want to look it up, a whole simon in Shagasaye about it, where he tries to justify the opinion of the Rambam. The Rambam's opinion seems to be very clear. In Hilchas Chagiga, Perak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, that Halacha that we quoted before, that said there is a mitzvah of Shamei Simcha, the Rambam says the Simcha is to bring the Karban. And he says, "V'nashim chayavos b'mitzvazu." He says, "Women are obligated in this mitzvah." It seems to be pretty obvious that the Rambam says that he passes according to the opinion that women are chayav. The Ravid on this spot says that's not true. Lo bekarban, woman is not chayav to bring the carbon. Ela besimcha shetesameach or tismach im baala shetaleimo v'hu yisameachota. The Ravid says, "No, she's not obligated to bring the carbon. The husband is obligated to take care of her." Now, the Kesef Mishnah says that the Rambam basically agrees with the Ravid. But the Rambam did not spell it out, but he did not mean to say that women are, not, are really obligated. He meant women are obligated in eating the carbon means the husband should bring it for them. I find this pshat very, very difficult to suggest, especially since we have the Rambam in Hilchas HaVadah Zara, Perak Yud Beis Halacha. Um, I don't remember exactly which Halacha it is. I could find it in a minute. 
But the Ram there clearly lists off the mitzvahs hasei that women are exempt from. The Ram says that in general, women are exempt from mitzvahs hasei shazman grama. Perik yud beis halacha gimel. But he says all mitzvahs hasei shazman grama women are exempt except for kiddush matzah lele pesach, eating matzah night of pesach. And etc. Then simcha shanashim chayavos. He says by simcha women are obligated. So it seems fairly clear. The Ram says women are obligated in simcha. But then the question would be: So why in Hilchas Yantif did he say that men have to buy for the women, not that women are obligated? So the answer would seem to be fairly simple. The Ramam says there are two parts to the mitzvah. One mitzvah is to bring the shamei simcha. That is an obligation upon women as well. There's another more family-oriented mitzvah of simcha where the Husband, the father, the the head of the family is required to be misamech. That women are not obligated per se. So we're taking a midpoint between the Rambam and the Ravid, and we're suggesting that according to the Rambam, women are obligated in Shalmei Simcha per se. Each woman is chayv in Shalmei Simcha, but as part of the family, she's not obligated in the midst, the secondary part of Simcha. But that part would apply to women only because their husbands are required, or the family members are required to see to it that everyone else is uh, is in the world of Simcha. But the mitzvah also involves drinking wine and eating meat. So the Bach says an interesting Chiddush. The Bach said that the mitzvah of eating, of drinking wine applies today the same way it would have applied in the time, in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. What the Gemara meant to say that the Iker of wine means wine continues as it was. However, with Basar, the fact that we have to eat meat is not the same as in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. It's true then we could eat Shalmei Chagiga, Shalmei Simcha, but today we could eat meat. But there's another part of that mitzvah that we can't fulfill today. And the, the Bach seems to say the simcha of basar is not just to eat the meat. Bizman shebeis hamikdash ayakayim, when the beis hamikdash was built, there was tartei simcha. There were two types of simcha. One, simcha of shlamim, of bringing the shlamim. And the second is the simcha of eating the meat. So today, we don't have that mitzvah of bringing the carbon, but nevertheless, he felt that the Ramam held eating meat and drinking wine was a chiyuf. So, there are many achronim that discuss this question. We just discussed that according to the Rambam, the mitzvah should apply today as well. The mitzvah of uh, eating meat and drinking wine seems to be a biblical obligation today, and this is the conclusion, for example, of the Shagas Ayeh, that he quoted the Rambam and expounded upon that. Another question which would be related to the same issue, are women obligated in this mitzvah? Are women obligated in the mitzvah of Simchas Yantif? Now, again, this is a topic that Achronim have discussed. There is a whole siman in the Shagas Ayi about this point, but if we would discuss other opinions of other Rishonim, obviously it's an important topic. But we will deal today, we will deal today with the Rambam, and there it seems to be that the case seems to be clear, but then it perhaps does cloud up a bit. The Rambam that we mentioned in Hilchas Chagiga said clearly the mitzvah of bringing carbon Chagiga, Shame Chagiga, Nashim Chayavot be mitzvah zu. 
in the end of, of Perak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, Hilchas Chagiga, the Ram says black and white, the Ram says very clearly, that women are chayiv in the mitzvah of Shalmei Chagiga. So women are chayiv in Simchas Yantif. And in fact, a source that should be quoted in this connection, but somehow many achronim were, did not quote it, was in the Rambam in Hilchas Avodas Kochavim. In Hilchas Avodas Zara, Perak Yudbeis, the Rambam mentions the mitzvahs from which women are exempt and the mitzvahs from which women are obligated. And he gives the classic principle that a mitzvah sase shazman grama, a mitzvah sase that's contingent upon time, that is perhaps decided by time, so women are exempt. But then the Rambam gives the exceptions. Chutz mikidosh hayam, except for kiddush, which women are obligated because of the zachar v'shamar, because we learned the comparison between zuchira shabbos and shemir shabbos. Achilas matzah b'leli Pesach. The din that you have to eat matzah the night of Pesach, we, which we also know from the comparison, kol sheyeshna b'loto chacham etz yeshna matzah. The laws of eating Pesach, of the hakel, which are written clearly in the Torah, women are obligated. But then the Ram says, v'simcha, shanashim chayavos. The women are obligated in simcha. It seems black and white. The Ramam says women are chayv and simcha. Now, of course, there is a machlokis in the Gemara, Abayin Rav Zeira, where the women are obligated in simcha on, on Yom Tov. Now, we said the Ramam clearly in Hilchas Chagiga, Paskind, that women are obligated. The Ravid disagreed, and the Ravid said in Hilchas Chagiga, Lo Bekarban, a woman is not obligated to bring the carbon ella besimcha. She's chayv and simcha. What does that mean? Shetismach imbala shetale imo v'hu yisamei That a husband has an obligation to see to it that his wife is sameach. It's not an obligation upon her specifically. Interestingly enough, some of the achronim, the commentators in the Rambam say that's clear that that's what the Rambam thought. The Ramam thought that it's not that women are obligated, but the husband's obligated, and he passes according to that opinion in the Gemara. It does seem from the Ramam and Hilchas Habonis Kachavim, and it does seem from the general language of the Rambam that he should have been more specific had he thought that way. It does seem that the Ramam thinks women are obligated directly in the mitzvah. And of course, this is the opinion of the Shagasai as well as others. But the problem exists that in Hilchas Yamtov, in Perekvav, Halacha Yudzayin Yudches, you get the impression that women are not obligated in Simchas Yantif. Because there the Ramam says that how do you do the Simcha? A person is supposed to be happy. Everybody's supposed to be happy. And then he explains how do you do that. And he says, by you give presents to the children, you buy things for your wife, the men eat meat, drink wine. Derech Agav, Mamish, is a side comment. It seems that according to the Rambam, the din of eating meat and drinking wine only applies to men. It doesn't apply to women, even if we would assume that women are obligated in, in Simchas Yantif, even if the obligation is only for men to, to see to it, but they see to it in a different manner. But it doesn't seem from the Rambam that there's a din of Achilas Bas and Shesias Yain for women as well. In any case, it seems from the Rambam that the mitzvah is upon the husband, like really uh, some of the commentators interpreted the Rambam. That not that the wife is obligated, not that a woman is obligated, but a husband is obligated to see to it that she's, uh, that she does fulfill some sort of simchas yantiv. So one could posit 
that the Rambam really felt there are two parts to this halacha. There's a part of Shalmech Hagiga, and there's another part of Simchas Yantif, which applies to the family. So the part of Shalmei Chagiga, the fact that there's a mitzvah of eating Shalmei Simcha and Yantif, of bringing the Shalmei Simcha, remember the Bach said there's a mitzvah of bringing it as well, not just to, not just to eat it, but bringing it. So that, that mitzvah of bringing the Shalmei Chagiga, Simcha and eating the Shalmei Simcha, that mitzvah would apply to women as well. The, the second part of the halacha, which is the Simcha Mishpachtit, which is a family concept, there the Rambam really might have asked that the obligation would be on the husband and not on the wife. Of course, if we would suggest this interpretation and follow it seriously, we would say that, we would ask the question again, is there a din of Simchas Yantif today bizman hazeh? So we would say, as we saw the Shagasai understood from the Rambam, there is a mitzvah, but not the mitzvah of Chagiga, the mitzvah of the other type of Simcha. Then we would ask the second question, are women obligated? So today we would say that even according to the Rambam, women are not obligated in that second concept of Simchas Yantif. It's the obligation of the husband to see to it that B'Samech is done within a family setting. The concept of uh, having the Simchas Yantif in a family setting is really a deeper idea of um, what Simcha really means. Does it really, can a person really be Sameach when he sees his family not Sameach? In general, a person who is Sameach and has people who are rather more unfortunate and do not have the opportunity of fulfilling Simchas Yantif, there is a drasha that says, Vesamachta Bechagecha, read it as if it says, Vesimachta. Not Vesamachta, you should be happy, but Vesimachta, you should make other people happy. My father, Zichrona Levracha, used to say that it's not really a contradiction. The Torah said, Vesamachta, but we should read it as Vesimachta. Vesamachta means to be happy, but a person who's really happy has to be happy by realizing that other people around him have to be happy as well. It's not a real type of happiness when a person feels, yes, I'm happy, but everybody else is not happy. So having other people join him in the Simcha is really part of his own happiness as well. Anybody who invites other people to a simcha knows that much of the simcha is generated by the fact that other people share in the simcha. So v'samachta b'chagecha is to certainly include your entire family. Whether they have an obligation per se, each person individually is the topic under discussion, but the Rambam seems to say the obligation is upon the uh, head of the family, as it were, to see that the entire family is happy. I'd like to conclude by uh, pointing out that when the Torah said the seems almost redundant. So we said there it's almost two words, two phrases of Simcha. Rashi and Chumash tries to explain what the words Of course, I'd like to suggest the third chat that my sister always tells me whenever she sees me not so happy for whatever reason, she says to me, it's a biblical mitzvah, you should be a happy brother. But of course, the real pshat in the pasuk with the chaf va'isa achsameach, according to one pshat in Rashi, is not a an obligation, but rather it's a promise from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's a bracha from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Va'isa achsameach, a person will is promised by Hakadosh Baruch Hu that you will indeed be happy. The briskerav revelvel pointed out that when we daven, we say v'asiyenu Hashem lekechot elokein was birkas moadecha lechem l'shalom. We ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give, to give us the Birchas HaMoadim. What is the Brach of Moadim? What do you mean? We ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Birchas Moadecha. And his answer was, this this Chumash and Rashi, Fa'isa Ach Sameach, we daven, we say, Vasiyenu Hashem Lukas Birchas Moadecha, we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu indeed, that He enable us, help us to fulfill the mitzvah 
of Simchas Yantif and to really be Vayisa Achsameach.